The Carpenter Rants. I thought there was going to be some more of that. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TCR. <laughs> Three nobodies talking about the masterworks of the horror film genre. And we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Doug's on the road broadcasting live from a nader. Doug, how's yeah. that nader? Huh? <laughs> Is it really that bad? No, it's not. It's not oh, bad okay. at all. <clears throat> it's it's I'm at my mom's house in Mississippi and in her her antique fucking central air condition it's like <laughs> it's not that bad at all. And it's, it's 105 here, so it's constantly running. Ooh, that's yeah, I didn't miss that heat. Mm-mm. It's pretty hot here this weekend, but um we had some we had some wind blowing and uh, we sat outside for a while. It was nice. You know, experts say we should always start podcasts out by talking about the weather. <laughs> this will make a lot That's of really sense. We're really going to get them all in there. This will be really captivating days from now where the weather's not the same, and definitely months or years from now when people find this. Folks, today it was very nice. A little hot, but pretty good. This is, of course, our limited series. Uh, Kai July. Uh, where we're talking all things kaiju, and um, we are uh, rolling on with an interesting, um, very entertaining uh, entry in this month's American limited. kaiju. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Mm-hmm. Now you call it American kaiju. Is that an established uh, subgenre of the genre? No, but uh, it is refer like American kaiju is a thing, but like it's not technically a thing. It's a label, but it's not. I got you. If you understand what I'm yeah, saying, I'm I'm picking up yeah. what you're laying down. What yeah. else? Uh, what else were you talking about? Like ants? You mean them? Them? Not the uh, DreamWorks movie <laughs> with Woody Allen. Uh, like them, talk about a monster. Uh, right. A lot of the uh, B movie shit, yeah. uh, the the old school stuff too, like King Kong, which was one of the first kaiju movies. That's ours. Is it really? Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. The original King Kong. I didn't think about that. Sure is. Um, the Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. It was. That's all ours. USA. Um, USA. What is the one with the giant Gila monster? I think it's just called the giant Gila monster. I don't know that one. It, they just superimpose uh, a Gila monster running in a tank of sand uh, with all these soldiers trying to shoot at it and shit. Nice. I've never seen that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's cheesy. As well. well, there is um, now all of these are cheesy, but other countries do this interesting thing with their kaiju movies where they spend money on them. And mm-hmm. uh, America was like, nah, we could probably do that without uh-huh. spending the money. <laughs> Typical American. Well, we're going to keep all that change in our pocket. That's right. Capitalism, baby. Mm-hmm. Spend $10 to make this and make a million dollars and then... 
That's a lot of profit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, this week we are talking about the attack of the 50-foot woman. Now, I've seen this movie before, but, I mean, I'm talking 25 years ago, maybe. It's been a long time. Same. I saw this when I was a kid, and uh, upon revisiting it, I didn't remember shit from it. So this uh, Dude, I didn't either. Watch. Let me tell you something. I was... We'll, we'll get into it as we go along. But I was consistently delighted with what was happening on the screen, for better or worse. I was enjoying myself thoroughly. Also, this clocks in at a brisk hour and eight minutes. Get you in, get you out. Mm -hmm. Which is probably for the better. Like, if they really tried to flesh some of this out, well, we'll just get into it. Um, We'll talk about the Daryl Hannah reboot. From 1993. Was that a thing? Oh yeah, they I remade never, it with Daryl Hannah. I Boy, know. that movie sucks. I tried started to watch. Uh, I started trying to watch it. <laughs> I can't talk. It's Mississippi. I tried man. started to watch. Yeah, you've been in Mississippi for 12 hours and you're already <laughs> completely yeah, back. Well, I tried to watch it and I quickly turned it off because it is not good. Well, oh that story. That's not the one we're talking about, folks. We're talking about the original, mm. the origi, the OG. Nope. That's right. Uh, the attack of the 50-foot woman. And Doug, why don't you give us some of them fat deets? Them 50-foot deets? Give me them 50-foot <laughs> deets, brother. Well, it was released May 19th, 1958. It's a great Directed year. Directed by Nathan Hertz, which is the, direc- the director's... Uh, that is not the director's real name. He was so ashamed of this movie, he changed his credit. No way. <laughs> yeah. And written by Mark Hanna. With a budget of $37. No. Oh, sorry. What was it? <laughs> the budget was somewhere between $65,000 and $89,000. Don't know why they don't have to pinpoint it. I'm going to... Whatever the lowest number is, that's what I'm going an with. Echo chamber. Someone's walking around with either sixty or eighty thousand dollars in their pocket. Mm. <laughs> oh boy! They don't want it made. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just. Uh, it brought back four hundred and eighty thousand dollars. This was a U.S. only release. That's a hell of a return. Sure is. It was very popular at the time. I gotta tell you. Um, this movie is a lot of fun. It is stupid. Um, <laughs> but it's really entertaining. Like I, even today I, I had a really good time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I could see where people would go see this, especially in 1958. They're like, Whoa, that woman's big. I gotta check that, that out. Big broad. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, there we go. I hadn't planned on it. it just happened. Um, just oh, right you know, that's, that, that's one of my dad's favorite movies. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I can't imagine that. It's it's it was played a lot in my house. Well, um, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo for the folks at home. Hey, full circle. We hear the word Gigolo in this movie. It's we do actually. That's um, the only association. <laughs> I feel good that I've 
the six degrees to fucking uh, what's Rob that nuts Schneider. Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't remake this movie where he was the fifty foot woman. Fifty foot gigolo. Attack of the fifty foot gigolo. Somewhere what's right now. Name? Somewhere right now he's typing furiously. I, I'm back, baby. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. Um, I was going to say something else, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, so, this movie starts off with, um, it's got this, like, (laughs) the score is, like, really intense. Like, um, and it reminds me of, like, a, uh. Like an old, like John Wayne Western score. I was gonna say something. Who was who is who did the score? It was Ronald Stein. He's the same dude who did Spider Baby from 1968, one of Sid Haig's first movies, one of the first Cannibal movies ever made too. And uh, the score is super creepy and like over the top. In that, it's like when I heard the score in this, I was like, man, that sounds familiar. And it's from that. I haven't That's seen it. that film. Thank you. All good night. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you didn't know, this movie was super intense. They let you know because the title comes flying right at you. Look out, brother. Attack of the 50-foot woman. And it's just like, was this movie in 3D? More than likely. I meant to do some I had all that. Um, all about it. The, the the 3D boom in the 50s. Boy, they really perfected it, didn't they? Oh, it was beautiful. Watch out, Avatar. <laughs> 3D is this thing that comes around like every 30 years. And every 30 years, there's like... It really movie. is. It, every 30 it, years. Because it, it was big back in the, you know, the 80s and shit. And then it yes. came back around. And I'm, glad, every, I'm glad it's gone now because, man, I hate 3D. <laughs> every time it comes around, there's like one movie that kind of like does something interesting with it. And then every movie that comes out is in 3D. Um, I remember seeing uh, the Clash of the Titans remake, which is not terrible. Um, but it was one of the first movies that wasn't shot in 3D that they just like made 3D somehow. I don't know how that works. And it's it was post production bull. Dude, it was awful. It was so bad. Like, everyone's face was just, like, stretched out toward the screen. It was just uncomfortable. Anyway. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So, there's a news report, which is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> this son of a bitch. <laughs> he's doing a lot of that look at like looking at the camera and the camera switches and then he turns to that camera you know <laughs> it reminds it me reminds of fucking me. go ahead Kendall if you were about to say it reminded you of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory then... no it reminded me of the Weird Al being the newscaster on UHF <laughs> <laughs> those are both great those are both great <laughs> both similar yes um, but I love it. And it's just like all these um, strange reports from all over the globe of like fireballs in the sky that people are seeing. And then he's basically it's like all these crazy assholes seeing this dumb shit have said. Yeah. He's like uh, another idiot uh, tunes in with a fucking fireball <laughs> sighting. Um, 
which comes in handy later. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then True. we uh, and then we see the glowing ball, which I just wrote LOL, which I couldn't even read my own handwriting, but I just saw it just now. Um, a car nearly giant volley volleyballs from space. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of was the fucking monster from Dark Star, which would be like twenty yep. <laughs> years later or thirty years later almost. I wonder um, if he did that as a callback. I don't know, but it that's what it, it's immediately what I thought of. Uh, yeah. Check out Dark Star, uh, first episode of the Carpenter Ants, folks. Don't. Um, <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah, well, check out the episode. It was really good. Doug hadn't seen it, and we talked about the CW series Supernatural. And, and a little bit about <laughs> Dark Star. on Elm Street, too. <laughs> yeah. I tried watching the movie five times and kept falling asleep. It's just, it's tough to watch. Anyway. No, not because of the movies, it's because of myself. Anyway, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. In the archives, folks, check it out. Um, So a car nearly hits this giant ball, swerves off the road. And uh, a woman gets out. She's very distraught by the giant space ball. And um, then we see this giant nasty hand like mm-hmm. coming at her. And then she looks like that big hamburger helper glove with the face, kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> and it's got a small hamburger helper on the back of it. <laughs> There's like a tag. It just says HH on the wrist. <laughs> um... Anyway, cut back to... um, Okay, now here's how you know that the movie didn't have much of a budget. There are about three places that this movie takes place. Uh, One of them is in this little fucking shithole bar dance hall. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of them is the desert, and then one of them is the house. And that's that's basically it. Um, That's how you know. Uh, so we're in the uh, we're in the dance hall bar place, <clears throat> and uh, we got ourselves a 1958 uh, brute, ladies and gentlemen. Whew, one of the brutiest brutes that ever yeah. brute. Brute oh. supreme, man. <laughs> brute supreme. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh my God, I can't read my own hand. Well, right we now. learn. We learn here that the uh, our brute supreme is the husband of the woman who spotted this this orb in the desert. Mm-hmm. We also Harry. learn, yeah, Harry. What's her? What's the wife's name? I can't remember. Nancy. Nancy. Nancy thank you. Their last name is yep. Archer. I do know. Harry that. ain't yes. with. Harry ain't with Nancy. Oh, oh hell no. no! Oh no! He's got some. <laughs> oh no! He's got some blonde tramp. Some trollop. Yeah. Her name is Honey. Her name is Rurt. Rurt. <laughs> um, so, he, uh, we also learn in this scene that he left her once before, um, but mm-hmm. he went back to her because uh, he couldn't get any money in like a divorce settlement. And she's rich, she's, by the way. She's the heiress of this big fortune, blah, blah, blue. She's the got O'Henry millions upon. bar fortune. Sure. <laughs> and she's got a giant diamond the size of a slinky that she wears around wherever she goes and apparently mm-hmm. that's why giant space monsters are attacking her because she shouldn't be wearing that it's always the woman's fault as we know man at the amount of victim blaming in this movie it's it's unparalleled Ooh. 
It's nineteen. This movie, this movie's all about gaslighting. Look, Holy shit! It's nineteen fifty-eight. We are almost thirty years away from Jason teaching us that women are smart now. So how are we supposed to know? You're right. You're right. I look. We we just didn't know. Until he showed up with his tater sack and his pickaxe, how are we supposed to know women are smart? That simple man with his potato sack head just taught the world how to love. <laughs> women are smart now. Um, hey, check out the uh, Friday the 13th series in the archives, folks. We're doing a lot of plugging for the old shows tonight. I love it. Yeah, you should definitely do that because uh, I was there for those. Yes. <laughs> Um, now there's a line here that I wrote where, um, so Henry is, did we decide his name was Henry? Harry. 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 I'm sorry. Harry is, uh, bitching about how he, he couldn't leave her because like he couldn't get any money in like a divorce settlement. And then, uh, he says, man hasn't got a chance. And I just wrote men do have it so hard. It's really it's really tough really it's really tough to leave your wife for someone else when you can't get any of her money in the whole deal it's a shame this dude needs the absolute fuck knocked out of him for sure post haste it's coming um in the mm-hmm. uh in the uh in the uh fuck i forgot how i was gonna phrase it i was gonna say giant paper mache hand uh hamburger helper Smacks <laughs> bitch slaps him around. It's, it's coming. Um, we learned that it was Harry's wife Nancy in the car that almost hit the space ball. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Oh, by the he way, he doesn't I, give a shit though. No, not at all. I no one a, believes Nancy. She's running around just hollering, hooting, and all that nonsense. But she's a woman, and she ain't to be trusted. That's right. You know, ladies are always talking about giants and space balls that they see in the desert. Balls this and balls that. Oh, man. <laughs> Typical woman just seeing balls everywhere she goes. Giant. Even the cops are all like, she's a fucking loon. Don't listen to her ass. Um, I made a note here where um, this is just a technical note I made. I love day for night shots. They always look like nighttime. It's always very <laughs> always. convincing. Always. Every episode of The Munsters, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> The cops are in the desert, and it's clearly 12 it, noon. And they was like, well, it's almost midnight. We're going to work. We'll be pulling in overtime. <laughs> I've, never be, a, I've never seen them. I've never seen wiping their brow. It's almost midnight. <laughs> I've never seen a moon give off that much light in my entire life. It's so bright. I don't know why they just didn't oh, shoot at no nighttime. Moon. I don't understand. Um, okay. Uh, by the way, the cops, come on. The cops are bad. Uh, the deputy, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, Charlie? He goes yeah. to he goes to get Harry and be like, hey, man, your wife just got attacked by a space alien. And then he slips him a 20 and he's like, hey, you didn't find me. I took a cab home. And then this guy's like, all right, fuck that girl. <laughs> Gross. It, it is really disgusting how everyone in this town knows about this affair. But doesn't care. Yeah. They're all like, he's better off. Look at that hot piece of ass he's got right there ding, dancing with her now. Look, Fuck that crazy lady. I've got a note later, but we can jump to it right now. Nancy is rich and 
pretty fucking hot. So I'm like, what's your Agreed. problem, dude? She's she's Agreed. a knockout. And then she gets giant, giant boobs. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Hamburger helper. <laughs> You could crawl inside that cooter. You could be your mm-hmm. own cooter goblin. If I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Living turn coot. Oh my god. You'd need a fucking baseball bat to thump those nipples. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I gotta leave. I gotta get a drink of water. <laughs> I think Doug just passed out. That you like you would use at the gas station to change the prices on the, <laughs> <laughs> the big hooks where they change the fucking shit at McDonald's. <laughs> I just swing from them like fucking Batman. <laughs> All right, so Nancy makes her way back to the bar. She tells the cops what she sees. Uh, the sheriff tells Charlie, his deputy, who's a piece of shit. Right, I, right away, he wears a stupid cowboy hat, so he's not to be trusted. Um, he tells him, he's like, get the, get the riot gun, grenades, whatever else. Charlie's like, why do we need all that? And he said, well, because there's a 30-foot giant out there. And then Charlie He's Barney goes, fifing the fuck out of this room. Oh, my God, he is. And then Charlie says, a 30-foot giant? Oh, no. Not... <laughs> oh, no. Not... That's not real. He's just... Charlie's an idiot, is what we're getting at. And they've made it clear they're really only going along with this because yes. of Nancy's money that... Her yeah. tax dollars keep them fit. Yeah, her tax dollars matter. We better do it, even though she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> Actual line from the movie. <laughs> I mean, folks, not much has changed. It's 2020, and, and, and the rich white tax dollars decide what the police are going to do. So Very true. This movie's... Uh, true. <laughs> um, yeah, they do mention that as long as she's paying the taxes in the town, that they got to they gotta look... Look, hey, I know she's an idiot, but she's paying taxes, so I guess we gotta go see what she's talking about. Yep. Uh, so they do, they go out into the desert, and they look around for all of, I don't know, 14 seconds, and then they're like, no giants here, and then, uh, <laughs> and then they tell We've her, done nothing, and we're all out of ideas, <laughs> better go home. <laughs> And then they tell her, they're like, maybe you shouldn't have worn such nice jewelry. Yeah, it's her fault. Yeah. How dare you be hot in the desert with jewelry? <laughs> um, all right. So then um, I wrote a note here, but I don't know what it means. Anyway. Uh, all right. Ice? Do what? Is it about ice? No, but it, I do like that she just has ice. Sit, like okay, what Do they is make the, their butler constantly refresh this bowl of ice because I mean, they're <laughs> she makes I, one paid to do it. Now is his name Jeff or Jess? I think it's Jess. Jeff. I think it's S's Jess like with S's. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> by the way, he has some. I mean, just amazing moments in this movie that we're gonna get to later. But he is 
he's quite uh, he's the alfred to her batman oh man uh he is gonna save the day he is <laughs> not really um so she comes home and then harry's like hanging out on the couch where he sits up into the frame like guess who's fucking here the cool guy scene um, yeah with the cigarette he was like haha bitch i'm here <laughs> And he um, has the fucking nerve to get onto her for leaving him behind. I know. Piece of shit, was, dude. Fuck was, this guy. I know. Which I'm, comes into play later. Table mm-hmm. will turn. I'm not a fan of Harry, by the way. He's a real POS. You um, know someone somewhere watching this movie and they're like, you know that Harry dude's got shit. He's got his shit together. <laughs> and I don't yeah. want to know that person. I want to um, I don't know why. Uh, yeah. So, and by the way, not only is his wife good looking and rich, she's crazy. Sometimes that's exciting, folks. <laughs> um, there is this a great bit of melodrama here that is like, <laughs> it is like so nineteen. 19- uh, this is the soap opera portion. Oh man, the, the it movie. is so nineteen fifties. She's just like. I wish I'd never taken you back, but God, why do I love you so much? And he's just like, because I'm a man, baby, and I've got a dick, and you love it. <laughs> She's like, yep. you're right, Basically. Harry. <laughs> I mean, that's what all these movies boil down to. <laughs> um, then he picks her up and carries her up the stairs. It's very romantic. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh. And then we get our first uh, shot of Jess just, like, creeping out of the shadows. Just, like, he's not there. And then he is. Dude, it this, it gets way more into it later. But every time Jess is on screen, it's shot like fucking Nosferatu. It is. They're, like, focusing on the shadows and shit. This is the only room we have yeah. available. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a creep. Um... But he's the only one that's looking out for her well-being, you know. Very true. He loves that woman. If we may I have known her since she was, what, a, a baby? Maybe. He's been the family butler forever. Maybe. If we made this in 2020, he'd be secretly in love with her. For sure. And there'd yeah. be another plot line. This movie would be at least 20 minutes longer. Um, <laughs> Make it an hour and a half. Can we, can we just talk about how horribly low standards are for life partners in this era I, I guess that's still a thing but just, she just tells him that she would do anything for just one show of affection from him it's just so sad it is she, very sad she is disturbed and you know well, I'm pretty sure he had a hand in that shit mm-hmm. definitely he's a there is- lighting Brute Supreme. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is talk of how she was in the sanitary Sanitarium. Um <laughs> Yes. Um <laughs> there she was in the uh you know, she was in the sanitarium because she fucking had a break with reality, I guess. Um and she's better now, but is she? Because now she's seeing satellites and giants. I'm seeing balls, Harry. I'm seeing balls. <laughs> Big space balls. Um, then he uh, he gives her some medicine to like put her to sleep or whatever. Steals her expensive diamond. Um, 
And then he goes back to the bar where Charlie is dancing with Honey. And this is the whitest white people dancing that mm-hmm. you'll ever see. The definition of white people and I think dancing. It's Crispin Glover to shame. Ooh, man. These are the parents of the Crispin Glover. <laughs> That's who, yes. 30 yeah. years later, their child was dancing in a cabin. Um, <laughs> they were just they were fucking dry heaving on the dance floor is what they were doing dude it was <laughs> it was terrible um and then uh i don't know why i wrote this but i wrote harry has a real way with the ladies i guess he was you know he's he's kind of a brute to his current lady too i guess that's why i said this um but like even with yeah he his, treats honey like shit too yeah even with his side piece he's not like oh He's not great. Um, there is a uh, an important line that Nancy says as she's slipping away into sleep while after Harry has taken her necklace and is leaving to go back to the uh, the club. Mm-hmm. She tells him, "Harry, I need you all to myself." Yes, that is important. She mm-hmm. she she reiterates many times that um, you know. Harry's the only thing keeping her sane, which he's really not, um, and that she needs him all to herself. So yes, that is an important piece of uh, information there. It's just a very codependent thing going on here. Um, Harry shows back up later. The doctor's there. He's been checking on Nancy, and he's like, "Hey, she's about to fucking go nuts again. So you might want to be careful. This, you know." ladies be tripping mm-hmm. um and uh bitches ain't shit mm-hmm. and then nancy <laughs> comes downstairs in her daytime outfit and she's just like did you think i was crazy and everyone's just like yes we did actually who are you calling like yeah <laughs> do you know what she did your cunting daughter <laughs> Then she starts watching the news, and the news anchor has some very specific... This son of a bitch. He's got some very specific information. This guy sucks balls. He's just as bad as Harry. He was just like, blah, 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 saw something. But we all know this piece of shit's crazy. So, if you're in the area, break into her house and kill her. Well, I thought she was imagining some of this. So, yes, that's why I... Oh, did you get that from it? I didn't get that from it. Well, at first I didn't. But then I was like, oh, I see. She's she's imagining. Because it gets very, very specific. Well, he was... I, I don't know if that ambiguity is on purpose because he was so, like, coy with that first news report. Yes. So I don't know if you're just not really supposed to know. Is she imagining this? Is He's shown that he's kind of... I didn't pick that up because... the. The first news broadcast was so it was the same tone, so yes. I was like, "Oh, this guy is just an asshole." Yeah, but this one was like, "Hey, and you, and also you forgot to wipe your butt last time you pooped." And she's like, "Hey, now <laughs> be putting that on the news." And you probably stand to do it, you dumb bitch. <gasps> Folks, it's okay if you want to stand to wipe. It's also okay <laughs> if you want to sit to wipe. Just it's twenty twenty. Just wipe your ass. And wash your fucking hands. Please. Please. 
Um, yeah, so she gets all mad. She throws a she throws her drink uh, at the TV and it explodes. And then Harry comes in. He's like, wait, what'd you do? And she's just like, I just went crazy. Isn't that what I do? I go crazy. We're going to the desert. We're looking for a giant. By the way, this movie moves at a clip. It is just like, hey, yeah. uh, tag of the 50-foot one. We got to fucking go. We got to find this giant. We got to move along. Um and there's no room for subtlety in this movie either. Every character is saying exactly what you should be feeling at every given moment of the film. Mm-hmm. As was the style at the time. Um, all right. So they go out searching the desert for a satellite. Um, they're driving around in the car all day until until night comes along. Air quotes, night. Um, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> nighttime. <laughs> Um, and then they see it, they see the satellite, and then, uh, we get our first look at the giant, which, by the way, weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> just weird, bald guy, got hairy knuckles. Um, it's like Mr. Clean's brother or something, Larry Clean. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, fucking Harry fires a gun at the giant. Uh, this has no effect on him. And then he just hops in the car and leaves Nancy out there with the giant. That was yeah. his chance. Yeah. Um, he rushes hey, back to he rushes back to the house and he packs a suitcase full of nothing. He grabs <laughs> <laughs> Got my cigarettes and my necktie. Let's go. <laughs> he throws like three shirts in that suitcase. And then he takes off, and I was just dying laughing. But when all this is happening, the the butler comes in, he's like, where's she at? What have you done with her? And this right here, where the the action scene is, the shadow play in this, in the fucking weird camera angles, and the shadow play, it looks like you're watching Universal Dracula or something like that. It's so crazy. (laughs) It's so unneeded. When the butler jumps on him on the stairs... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking diving cross body block, brother. From the mid rope. I just wrote, holy fuck. Because he just like, because clearly the camera was running for a second and Jess was like walking down the stairs. And then he's like, now I leap. And then he like leaps onto his back. And then, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Oh my God. That whole scuffle was just fantastic. So then he takes his suitcase full of nothing. Um, he put like three shirts in there. I don't know what he needed a suitcase for. Um, and then he goes to meet Honey in their hotel room. Uh, and he's like, hey, we gotta get out of town. And then Charlie shows up and he's like, was you going somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so, uh, they're out looking for Nancy. Like they think that he's done something with her, obviously, but then she turns up on top of the pool house, um, Mm -hmm. back at her mansion, her estate, whatever. Um, but then she starts to become giant too. everyone. Yes. And this is, um, evidenced on screen with a giant paper mache hand. (laughs) Swinging from a bed. Oh, and how fucking big is her bedroom if a 50-foot woman can fit in it? There is no scale to this film whatsoever. Not at all. Some shots, she's 120 feet. Other (laughs) shots, she's 12 feet. 
I like to think that until like the scene where she bursts through the the bedroom roof. Sorry, spoilers. That her body is regular size. It's just, it's just her, her hands. hands. It's a giant one giant hand. That's all you see. <laughs> um. So they have some specialists around. Um. And uh, let's see what else they have bought. Um, chains and an elephant syringe and all these weird um, uh, things. And then uh, in the meantime, the sheriff is like trying to figure out how she got there, and he finds a giant footprint on the property, and then he finds mm-hmm. multiple giant footprints, um, and then he and Jess start tracking them through the desert, which is really. I don't know, like, they're just like, we can't go in the police car, that'll freak people out, we gotta take this station wagon for whatever reason, um, and then... So stupid. I they mean, probably couldn't rent the, the police car for any more It shoots. had to be, because there was no reason why they had to keep, they were in the desert, who's gonna see them? Um... Something I did want to say before we get into the action of it... Go for it. ...is, like, my favorite scene in this... Um, like aesthetic wise, whatever, um, is when Jess is, it's nighttime. Is it <laughs> at 9:30 AM? It's when, well, it is, it's inside the house and it's okay. night, it's night and it's a more subtle, like universal type or maybe it's, it's, um, I'm sorry. It's, a uh, Harry, not Jess. It's when he, um, goes in and he's about to like, give her an overdose of this medication. He's mm-hmm. walking up the stairs and it's like lit from beneath and it's that shadow on the wall when he's walking up the stairs. And then when the, the Nosferatu shot. His face is it's just his face that's lit. Yes. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, the the shots in the house were actually very well done. All the all everything outside was kind of like here, let's get this and go. Yeah. <coughs> um yeah, so they're, um, by the way, the sheriff, I don't know what his plan is. He's, like, driving through the giant footprints, and then he gets stuck in one of them. Like, what did you think was going to happen? He's just following the footprints back to where they lead. So then Jess has to take off his tuxedo and help, and it's like, man, you don't have to wear that tuxedo day and night, but I don't know what's... Jay does. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, but it also, so they find... Uh, they eventually find the air quote satellite, um, and it's just a giant ball, and it's a spaceship, and they go inside, and um, there's this uh, there's this moment where they find it, and there's a shot of the sheriff's face, and he's so shocked, and his shocked face is just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and then they go into like the steamiest like somebody was using the sauna in the spaceship there's just a lot of steam in that ship um and there's these weird um glass balls that have like different jewels in them and one of them is now nancy's jewel um but there's mm-hmm. this shot of their faces when they're looking in the glass i love that shit <laughs> I do too. it's so stupid <laughs> They look through the glass and it like magnifies their face and like neither one of these guys is someone you want to see up close or magnified. Tiny face face Mitt Romney. They do. That's exactly what it looks like. 
Are you familiar, Doug, with this meme? Uh, yes, I believe so. That's great. Oh, those were good times. So I guess is this ship like powered by diamonds or it something? It is powered by diamonds that, yeah. that fuels the ship. Yeah. So he can get back home. Um also they get really scared of music, apparently. because uh, we don't see the giant for a minute. So it's just like and they're like, We gotta get out of here. <laughs> it's just like they heard them they heard the giant stereo start to play. Um and then uh, 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 something I was not expecting uh, was a large translucent giant to come staggering out of the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this had something to do with the effects at the time. Um, but oh yeah, I don't know why, but they couldn't. They couldn't just like film somebody like I don't know. So anytime like it's the, just cheap superimposing. Yes. So anytime the giants are moving around on the screen, like um, you know, where they're supposed to look huge, they're completely translucent. It's just like you mm-hmm. can see right. They're like they're ghosts almost. So if you didn't know any better, if you just staggered in right now, you'd be like, oh, this is a ghost movie. Um, nope, they're giants. Look out for those giant ghost desert dwellers. And by the way, what is his outfit? What is happening? He's not from here. Leave him alone. But he's from he's somewhere. Okay. <laughs> he's dressed like little Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> he's from somewhere where there's face, <laughs> he's from somewhere where they're making giant medieval outfits with bulls on them and so they shoot at him it's not effective and then they throw a grenade at him and then he's like whoa (laughs) the grenade going off was so adorable Oh. oh, was that what like sparked out of his chest? Yes, that was yeah. that was the sheriff throwing his grenade, and then he's like, Bruh. "It looked like the like Austin Powers fembots with like the spray." <laughs> yeah. Then he picks up their car and destroys it, which is a hell of a a hell of an effect. Um, and then he gets in his little space ball and flies away. Um, so. Which I don't know why we needed any of that because then we cut back to um, now. Why is Nancy turning giant? Did he like bite her or something? Like, there is no explanation. (laughs) She's a were giant. (laughs) Well, they did. It's like a weird combination of things because when they found her on the roof of the pool house, yes, she had scratches on her neck, and they're saying now that they're like a blue green shade. But they also said something about her potentially being exposed to radiation. Yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming the radiation. radiation I'm assuming the the giant scratched her neck while getting her in this, uh, trying to pick her up, and it was exposed to the radiation from his ship. Like nuclear man. Yes. Oh, shit. This is all making sense now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Quest for Peace, everybody. Check it out. Superman 4, everybody. (laughs) That movie is terrible. Um. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, so he, he nuclear mans her, and then she starts turning into, like, a giant. That's right. Um, alright, so, I mean, there's, like, there's a scene, there's some exposition, it doesn't really matter, but there's a scene where, like, Harry overhears, like, the two doctors talking about, they think they can fix her, and then he's telling Honey, he's like, we gotta get out of here, basically, like, they're gonna, I don't know, it's just there's just some exposition doesn't matter um because she gets huge and uh more importantly she gets translucent and then she's Mm -hmm. (laughs) which harry and honey like they take off and they go just right back to the same bar like they just there's no there's one bar in town there's nowhere to go i guess um so I'm confused about the apparel here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she turns into a 50 foot woman. Yes. Did she just have or 30? We have no idea. Did she just have a, a, a 50 foot woman proportioned silk sleep bikini on hand? I'm assuming that the alien kind of ha- uh, was like, oh, she'll probably get giant because of this shit. Mm. I'll give her some of these space britches. <laughs> <laughs> she did have on space britches. Now look, the Incredible Hulk turns into the Incredible Hulk all the time, and rarely does he have his Avenger britches. So we're expected to believe that his regular clothes just fit him like shorts. All the time. I think the 50-foot woman can can have that same thing going on. So, I don't know. Maybe it's bed sheets. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she... You know what? You know, it's the 50s. She's a modest gal. She's like, hey, I'm giant, but I can't have these things flopping around. So she ties a bed sheet around them. Hold them up. I mean, I in was, 2020, she would have tattered clothes and we would see some titties. There's not even a... God willing. I didn't notice... There's not even any on-screen on kissing in this movie, so we're definitely not getting any titties. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is pretty... This is ris- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This is risque as it gets. Which, by the way, let me tell you something. Not only does she have uh, space britches, uh, her, her fucking 50-foot hair and makeup is on point. I don't mm-hmm. know who... I don't know who took the time to put all that makeup on her 50-foot face, but... She's looking great, folks. Maybe she did it before she left the house. She might have. Wouldn't this is only going to be funny to me because I pictured it in my head? But if her like face grew, but all of her face, like her makeup, like stayed on one small spot on her face. <laughs> this is like she got a birthmark. A face. <laughs> uh, so she's out. She's out on the town being. Uh, uh, translucent uh we meet a delightful drunk with a pet donkey um reminded me of ralph uh not ralph who was the who was the guy from like ralph i was thinking about friday 13th um who was the there's a guy who gets drunk and i can't remember which part that was in though it's not it's not it's not the first guy are you thinking otis from I thought you were thinking Otis from Andy Griffith too. It's from Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Who's the? They got a death curse. 
curse guy. Is that not that's Ralph? Ralph? That's crazy Ralph. Yeah. Okay. So now he dies, but in like part three or part five, I can't remember which one. There's a guy who's like walking out in the woods by himself, drinking, and then he gets murdered. Also, this guy reminded me exactly of that guy. I can't remember. Check the archives, folks. TCR goes to camp, and then you can yeah. tell us who that guy is because I can't remember. Um. Anyway, he's got a donkey, and he is just. <laughs> anyway, he's got a donkey. <laughs> he's got a donkey. And he this is, donkey. He is startled to see a fifty-foot woman. Let me tell you. There's an angry, clear woman roaming the desert. This <laughs> is an angry. <laughs> you could just kind of see through her. Um, that's the scariest part to me is that I can see the power lines behind her. Um, anyway, um, she's looking for Harry, by the way. She is just, she is just like getting big only made her crazy just as big. And, uh, (laughs) she big crazy. She big crazy. An echo voice going on. (laughs) Harry. Um, (laughs) She destroys the bar, which is unfortunate because it's only one of like three pa- places in this whole town. Um, and doing so, she knocks a fucking uh, beam on Honey and fucking flattens that bitch. Kills her. And then. Kills her dead. Guys, she picks up Harry with her paper mache mm-hmm. hand. So that effect. Hamburger helper is back. At this point, because it's very. It's got the old- <laughs> it's fluffy. Yes. It's like one of those sticky hands you like whip across the wall. Now I don't know what was more entertaining: <laughs> the paper mache hand picking up regular Harry, or the fifty-foot woman holding the not the even Joe. cleverly disguised baby the doll in a suit. I mean, it's a baby doll. It's bald. It doesn't have hair. And it's wearing a suit, and she's holding it up, and they just left it in. They just they didn't cut it out. You could just see she's holding a baby doll, and then there's like ADR of Harry going like ah, but it's clearly just a baby doll. Um, <laughs> I just was blown away, you guys. I was like, this would never fly in a Godzilla film. I don't know what happened here. Um, so, uh, she's, so the cops and stuff, they're shooting at her and then she gets, she's behind, um, like a, I don't know what you call it. Like, what are the, like a transformer, like on the power lines. I have no idea what that is called, but the cops are shooting at it and it explodes and it like kills her, I guess. <laughs> And then they they run over to her and uh, you see Harry's dead and you see that Nancy's dead and then some somebody's like well she finally got Harry all to herself. And then the movie's over. And you know I like to think I don't like to but I think that's their way of blaming her for his death. Like, mm. they're the ones who killed her and made her fall. That's true. Because I'm you, pretty sure You could take it that her. way. I I thought that was a shout-out to, like, King Kong, the way yeah, I thought it, it ended. Because it ends very very similar. 
Oh, yeah. This movie turns into King Kong in the last, like, two minutes. They're like, by the way, King Kong. <laughs> um, this movie is a ton of fun. I really enjoyed watching it, but it is... I liked it a lot. <laughs> it is super dumb. Um, but not in a way that's, like... It, it's very entertaining. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Like, I was really poking fun at, like, the, the horrible, uh, like effects and stuff um where clearly the budget was tight um but um i like the idea that she's you know she's a little unhinged and she and she loves this guy even though he's a total piece of shit and even when she transforms into the you know the monster um all she wants is harry she wants him she wants him and she doesn't want him to have anybody else and that uh, obsession and desire ends up killing them both, um, and it's uh, I I think it's really good. I think it's just I think it's just silly, but um, it was a cool movie. I dug it, and I like the fact that it was only an hour and eight minutes long. That's a fucking yeah. quick watch. Agreed. Good stuff. Kendall, how'd you feel about your pick? I really liked this movie. Um, I, of course, like always, waited to the last minute to watch it. So I'm, I'm mad at myself that I didn't really give myself enough time to look into and think more about the commentary. The yeah, there's definitely some commentary is. there. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, it's tired commentary. It's not the, not this movie, but I mean, it's. We see it over and over and over and mm-hmm. since then, and nothing changes. Um, sure does. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a way to say, it's. I mean, pretty on the nose, but like, I don't know. I don't want to sound too buzzwordy, but like, like women's lib kind of stuff, and it's like it can't be tolerated. You gotta shut that shit down. Yeah, that's definitely in there. I wish I had a more eloquent, more eloquent way to say that, but, but no, I really did like this movie. I do want to watch it again. Um, yeah, I, I can't say that I am super happy that I picked it for this series. I don't really feel like it goes, it's really in line with what we were going for here, but I still liked it. No, it goes, there's a, there's a quote unquote monster. There is some miniature work in there. Um, it fits the uh, the broad kaiju guidelines. I would give it that label. Okay. And it, it's our fucking series. We'll do what we want. Fuck, we can watch Land Before Time and our fucking. I was fucking about to say Stephen next week we we'll watch Dunson checks in. I don't care for our series <laughs> finale. And people will be like, "How's this kaiju?" I'm like, "A monkey don't belong in that hotel." Think about it. Look at Jason Alexander's hairpiece. How is your dad? <laughs> Man, he looks just like my dad with that fucking hairpiece on. It's crazy. I never realized it when I was a kid, but No, I'm glad you picked this. I'm glad I revisited this. It's been way too long. Had a lot of fun. There's a lot of a lot of commentary in there. Uh basically it's a giant movie, no pun intended, about uh gaslighting. So it is. And you guys, you gotta see the baby doll. <laughs> just gotta see the baby. Got it. it is unfortunate. 
I feel like there's a lot of um, commentary on the stigma of mental wellness. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Like, Agreed. Yeah. Doug, why don't you tell us a little story about uh, the star of this film? Well, um, I was mistaken. Uh, Yvette Vickers is not Nancy. She is Honey. Oh, you're right. So, But she is, is a star of this movie. And way back in 2011, uh, she lived in uh, Beverly Hills because mm-hmm. she is a veteran screen actor and has appeared in multiple things, tons of things. She was also one of the first Playboy Playmates. She's been around. Um, like I said, April or May of 2011, her neighbors just kept smelling some stank. And it kept coming. And they finally called the cops. So they went in Mm -hmm. and found the poor lady. And she had been there for over a year. Yes. With a space heater that was malfunctioned and on. She is still not disclosed how she died, but she had passed away. And she was mummified by that space heater. Completely, completely mummified. mummified. So, oh my god! Yeah, terrible way to die. R.I.P. Yeah, I don't Sorry know how that. she. That sucks. I don't know. I guess like I guess she had paid all her bills in advance, and like that's how they didn't get turned off. Or it's just one of those things that's probably just overlooked. Yeah, I don't know. So. Is it known how she died? I mean, she could have died no. peacefully. Uh, yeah. She could have died in her sleep or something, but um, that was never disclosed unless uh, the stuff I was looking at didn't disclose it. But I don't know That's if it's done good. since. You know, unnoticed for a year. For a whole year. She didn't have any family. And the only reason she was found is because her fucking house stank so bad. Hmm. And she was a fucking mummy. When they found her, yeah, she is literal mummy. Space heater just fucking cooked her. That shit's crazy. Yeah, terrible way to die. Yikes! After the sun goes down, played a damn good, believable trolloping fifty foot woman. (laughs) She did. I mean, she's. I mean. I don't know. I mean, Harry wasn't very nice to her either. No. And I mean, honestly, the onus is on the married man. Okay. I mean, sure. Honey knows what she's getting into. It's shitty of her as well, but she ain't married to nobody. Mm -mm. It ain't her responsibility. Mm -mm. It ain't. It's not. She ain't. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. But, you know, she's, she's just a Jezebel out there shaking it around, just luring, you know, good-intentioned men. <laughs> and douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Well, she got hers yeah. eventually. She was mother. Pretty much fuck so. everybody in this movie except Nancy and uh, the butler. Yeah, Jess, I think, had his heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. 
Man, his face sure looked funny in that bowl, though. Ooh. <laughs> sure did. His face looked did the, funny in every scene. And when he did that fucking diving headbutt like Chris Benoit fucking off the, <laughs> the staircase, kind of botched that landing, son. Oh, God. When he jumped down those stairs, I lost my shit. Oh, my God. It was amazing. So good. Uh, well, anything else to say about the attack of the 50-foot woman? I dug it. I dug it, too. I'm glad to revisit it. Yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. <laughs> Elise saw, like, Elise saw the giant for the first time, and then she just went, uh-uh. She just, like, left the room. <laughs> Can't say I blame her. That's how you know it was good. <laughs> Elise was turned <laughs> off instantly. <laughs> the giant kind of looks like sexy Squidward from Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> the giant is never explained where the fuck did that guy He's come an alien. from it doesn't matter that was during <laughs> that fucking the the space boom man all the the b films about aliens coming and doing shit they all look different you don't you don't, you don't need a backstory they're from space that's their backstory can you believe can you imagine yeah. just being from space and still being bald like that sucks they don't know any better that's 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 your heritage, brother. <laughs> heritage, not hair. Not right. ha- yeah, heritage, <laughs> not hair. Come on. Uh, so I just looked up Event Vickers on Wikipedia because mm-hmm. I wanted to look into the, the her really sad death. Um, and in the year of our Lord, 2020, one of the top build details about Yvette Vickers are her measurements, her bust, waist, and hip measurements. Well, like I said earlier, she was one of the first Playboy models. And that was like a, like that was always on your resume if you were a a playmate. That was back when that meant something. It's very Mm -hmm. strange. I know. It's a weird time. Hmm. Excuse me. All right, folks. Well, that's the tech of the fifty-foot woman, Doug. You want to tell the people what we're closing this fucking limited series down with? I mean, hell, there, I'll do it. Is there any other way to close out this series than with I ain't Dunstan no other way. checks in? No. <laughs> Monkey trouble. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're going all. We're going back to the granddaddy of them all, mm-hmm. the original. Gojira from 1954. Nice. We'll close this bitch down. One of probably the darkest kaiju movie ever. Is this movie also called Godzilla? No, that's the American version. It's the same, but Got with added it. scenes. Got it. Watch the Japanese Gojira. Right. So I need to. Okay, I just wanted Do to make sure. Do not watch Godzilla King of the Monsters. No, that's not what I was going to watch. The movie's just called Godzilla, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, the the American version of Gojira is either called Godzilla or Godzilla King of the Monsters. Got it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I was gonna, I was gonna purposefully watch Gojira, but then on HBO I saw they had, they had Godzilla, and I was gonna make sure that I'm not watching the wrong thing. Make make sure it is Gojira, the Got Japanese it. original version. Got it. That's it, folks. Gojira next week, series finale, and we'll also announce our next limited series, which is going to be very exciting. They always are. When are they not? 
Besides the Stephen King series. But that started exciting, and then it went on for sure six did. years. Sure did. Get what you get. All right, folks. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. Speaking of gaslighting. Shouldn't have supported this show. That's, <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, all right. Let's kick it on over into the horror, aren't you? Um, not nearly as exciting as last week. Last week, we actually had a bunch of news. Um, this week, we got um, the new Chucky series. Uh, is coming. I saw that that trailer came out. I didn't actually watch the trailer. But. I didn't watch the trailer either, but I saw that it's coming to Sci-Fi and USA um, next year, 2021. So, Cool. Yeah, very exciting. And... Um, there's that fancy uh, Friday the 13th box set that uh, Scream Factory's putting out. Woo, super fancy. Man, it's really nice. Includes um, all the films. Yes. The Paramount and the New Line ones. Yes. And Freddy vs. Jason. That's exciting. And the the artwork is so Tons great. of extras. Oh, just so much shit. Um, but uh, I already own the films. I uh, bought them digitally. For $13 on Friday the 13th last year or the year before. Either way. Um, so I'm not in a big hurry. Uh, I did I did comment on Screen Factory's post. I said, if I paid extra, would you take part eight out and throw it in the garbage? I have not heard back. I'll let uh, you know. Okay. See, folks, <laughs> you, if you can pay extra, you might not. But we don't know for sure yet. Um, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, just a real bad film. Uh <laughs> The worst in the franchise. I mean, it's the worst in the franchise. It, it is awful. Um, yes, in our opinion, and yeah, it's the worst of the franchise. Yeah, uh, and if you want proof, there are people that love that movie. Hey, if you want Maybe proof, the first time we all agreed that something was horrible. Yes, the Maybe. only time. Maybe. Maybe. I Probably. think. Maybe. No, I don't think any of us liked... Um, there was something very recently that all three of us were like, oof. Um, but I'd have to I'd have to look into it. I don't remember what that was. But um, yeah, man, that, that was a stinker. And, uh, and if you want proof, go back to the archives and check out TCR Goes to Camp, where we watch and discuss every Friday the 13th film. Um, on Spotify or Google Podcasts or iTunes, iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are listened to. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Check it out. Check it out. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, another season of Joe Bob Briggs coming uh, to Shudder um, next year. but there And a, a summer special. A summer special coming out in August. In August. With Adam Green. He'll be there. Director of the Hatchet series. Ooh, do you think they're watching Hatchet? Oh, I hope so. Y'all have got to watch Hatchet. It's I so fun. I want to. It's on my list of movies I want to see, but I just haven't yet. I own all of them except two. I don't have two for some reason. <laughs> it's random. It is random. All right. Well, that's all the news I really had. There's not much going on this week that's super exciting. So. Uh, why don't we kick it on over into the part of the show where we watch other things and recommend them to you. That's right, folks. It's Rance Recommends. It is. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's got some recommends this week? 
I got, I got one. Ooh. I'll knock out real fast. Do it. Do um, Have any of y'all started watching uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO? Yes. Uh, the documentary about the Golden State Killer? Yes. Based on uh, Michelle McNamara's book, Patton Oswald's yes. Wife? Yes. Fantastic stuff. It's still ongoing. It's only six episodes, and there's, wait, three or four out now? Yeah, I think and there's three left. It comes on Sundays. It comes on Sundays on, on HBO. And fucking-tastic. Let me tell you something. Ooh, dude, the Golden State Killer is a was fucked up dude like richard ramirez fucked up this is one of the most fucked up things i've ever watched each and every and i'm enjoying it and you know that i'm married to a true crime fiend so i thought you were gonna say a troll sorry (laughs) no this is her like this is her like you know this is her super bowl basically um no she loves this stuff i hate it i don't like this stuff i like I'm on record as saying that before. I don't like true crime. I don't need to know about it. It upsets me. Like, um, I like wrestling where the bad guys are defeated with, like, a three count. So, you know, I don't... With a super kick. Yeah, like, you know, where the world just... Everything works out. And, um, you know, I like make-believe stuff. And I like uh, horror movies and stuff. But it's easy for me to, like, go to sleep and be like, well, that was all made up. So, who cares? Um, but stuff like this uh, really upsets me. But there's this weird kind of like connection to it being that like, uh, you know, Michelle was Patton's wife and he really like included a lot of, uh, of her and like their relationship and his stand up over the years. Um, and so oh, I, and he's interviewed a lot in this. He's series. in the he's in the show a lot. Um, but like I felt really, really um heartbroken when when she passed away and be, i think just because and i didn't know anything about her other than than what he talked about in his stand-up but like you know he clearly loved her very much so um and when that when they finally published that book after she passed and then that book helped catch the killer um you know yeah he's currently all, on trial as we as we're speaking right now yeah it was uh it was all very exciting and then when they announced they were gonna make a show out of it elise was so excited um because i bought her the book and she loves it and i was like yeah i'll watch that with you i'm pretty interested in this um dude every sunday i cannot sleep i'm not kidding it it's it's heartbreaking hearing these stories dude home invasion is the most terrifying thing in the world to me i don't like it um i'm not a fan (laughs) and uh i'm not a fan of crime every sunday we watch this and the show is so good but i lie awake in the bed terrified to go to sleep because i'm like someone's gonna break into this house if i fall asleep like it is just it fucks me up but I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm going to make it a point to drive over after it's done and start shaking your door. Dude, I will fucking, I'll have a heart attack <laughs> and I'll die. I'm like, I cannot, like, I've had nightmares every, usually by, usually by Tuesday night, I'm, I'm good again. But it takes me a couple nights to come, but I have nightmares every fucking, every fucking Sunday night. This, it is so upsetting, but it's also so good. I can't stop watching it. I don't know. It's not my. It is one of the best. It's it's one of the most 
one of the most excellent documentaries on true crime I've watched in a long time, dude. And it's I've seen so a bunch of. Oh, good! It's so good. I was going to recommend this last week, and I've completely forgot about it. Um, yeah, it's I'm with you, dude. It's so fucking good. It's upsetting. But it's, Extremely upsetting. It's like this guy. I mean, it's not just the murders; it's the rapes. Like I can't like. Yeah, I cannot. He was the the East Area rapist, and then started murdering, raping, and murdering people. And then he got the name the Golden State Killer. He raped over fifty people that we know about, and it's just like that to me is. I mean, dude, it is fucking unreal how dark this this particular like true crime like case is. Um, but yeah, it, the so show, check it out, everybody. It's a good, it's a good fucking family fun filled romp. It's upsetting, but f- holy fuck, though, it is so well done. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, I'll be gone in the dark. Yeah, I'm with you, Doug. That's fucking really, really good. Extremely interesting. Very upsetting. Um, they talk to a lot of um, spoilers survivors mm-hmm. of these attacks, mm-hmm. and um. Get your Kleenexes ready because some of the some of the shit's heartbreaking as hell. Dude, it's it's rough to watch. Like, I both look forward to and dread every Sunday to fucking watch this show. I'm just like, I can't wait to see the next one. But every time I'm watching it, I'm like, I fucking hate what's happening to me right now. <laughs> yeah, very much so. It's good though, man. It's really good. Extremely well done. HBO. But yeah, HBO. Uh, good stuff. That's all I got. I never have time to watch anything. Kindle, you got anything? Um, yeah, I got a few things. Um, first, in the same vein as I'll Be Going in the Dark, I watched all of um, Netflix's new Unsolved Mysteries. Hmm. Um, My wife's been watching that. She says good things. Yeah, it's. I have this weird... I don't know. I feel really weird... I'm a true crime follower as well. It's just, it's hard to just like say that something that is born out of someone's like worst day of their life is like good. So I feel really weird saying like, it's really good, but it is, it's very, it's compelling the way that it's presented. Um, yeah, check it out. It's, it's, it's yeah. Just watch it. If you're into that, if not, no, but unsolved mysteries. Uh, yeah, you probably you probably won't like it. I wouldn't watch it if I were you. I won't, but my wife will watch it, and I'll see five minutes of it, and it'll ruin my whole day. So that's now. Is it like old school unsolved mysteries? Unsolved mysteries where um, there, they do the true crime, and then there's a ghost episode. And are there an any supernatural episodes? Because that's there what I'm is. Into. It's I think it's six episodes, um, all available to binge if you want. There's one, like supernatural, supernatural episode, <clears throat> just one. Nice. Uh, but Is it all about the aliens? Episodes, yes, mm, but all right, I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's I just fucking hate episode. alien stuff. And it, yeah. it it's in the title. It's like whatever UFO something. I don't know. Look, mm. I now you say that, but your Lord and Savior Dan Aykroyd probably loved that episode. <laughs> hey, hey, if he's in it, I'll watch it. But normally, you know, I follow like the true paranormal stuff. I got my air bunnies coming up. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. But they start talking about aliens. I yeah. change that channel. Mm-hmm. Don't care. 
No. I'm not the most likely it. thing to exist, I don't give a fuck about. I'm not buying it. Uh, so, Unsolved Mysteries, everybody. Is the theme song back? Yes. Sweet. There's not, like, a, a host like the, the well, old Unsolved you, Oh, yeah, that was my next question. Who, like, who's being Robert Stack this time around? Mario uh, Lopez. <laughs> All right. No. Ryan Gosling? Uh, what? Ryan Seacrest. I'm kidding. Um <laughs> No, there's no, there's no host for that's that. That's probably, you know what? That's probably for the best. Who's that second host of Unsolved Mysteries they had after Robert Stack left? There was some other dude that hosted it for a little bit. He had a mustache. That's all I remember. I don't know. Or may, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. What did Jonathan Frakes host? Uh, truth or fiction? Mm, okay. Fact or fiction? Yeah, I knew he did one of those. One of those. I watched shows. that one too. That show was fun too. Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah. Anyway, unsolved mysteries. Check it out, says Kendall. Dude, mm-hmm. I used to watch that when I was a kid, and there would be some episodes where I'm like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." And then it was just like, "And the killer was never found." And then my parents would be like, "Hey, will you take this trash out to the trash can?" And I'm like, "Will you go fuck yourself?" <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of nowhere, Mississippi is exactly where I would move to if I was hiding from the government. Still wanted by the government. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of making deals. I keep losing it. Uh, King Curtis, everybody. <laughs> I recommend King Curtis. <laughs> I, hate that kid. I, I hate him too. He's got to be thirty by now. <laughs> she he probably had a heart attack at fucking fourteen. Rage and anger on the poor, defenseless food. Fucking shooting up chicken nuggets, sweet and sour sauce <laughs> into his hey now. Don't you hate on my favorite pastime? All right. <laughs> What else you, got you butt chug them. You don't shoot them into your veins. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Girl got a nugget in them. Butt nugget. <laughs> I don't call her butt yeah, nugget yeah. for nothing. <laughs> butt nugs right now. Y'all don't need <laughs> Butt nugs. Anyway, oh, God damn I watched it. a couple movies as well. All right, have you, guys, mm-hmm. um, have you guys watched The Lodge? No, I have seen that on Hulu. Yes, I have seen that. Yes, um, it's it's a slow burn. It is. I thoroughly enjoyed it though. Um, it's. I don't. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not. I don't really want to talk about what it's about, but. Is it, it, it does it have the kid from it in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have seen this. And it's, um, been, it's been a while. Alicia Silverstone. Oh yeah, she's in it for a hot second. Yeah. Bad girl. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Share. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Uh. So yeah, it's good. The Lodge. I've heard good things. The Lodge. Um, I also watched Palm Springs. Have you guys watched it? Oh, yeah. I just watched the trailer and I wanted to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. 
it is. Is that Andy Samberg film? Yes. Yeah, it's like a, it's a Lonely Island production, whatever. That dude's uh, super hit or miss with me. It's really cute. It's uh, so it's very. It's like, a Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, but hmm. it gets more into like it gets a little more into like the sci-fi bit of it. It's a little. Trailer look, trailer looked good. I literally watched the trailer this evening, and then I was gonna ask Elise if she wanted to watch it, but I didn't have time to watch it before we were recording. So, it's good. I, I definitely. It's a very fun watch. It's cute. It looked cute. But that's all I got. Just those three. Nice. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna fucking shift things up here away from murder and tragedy. Uh. <laughs> Although you should watch dinosaurs it. with not the mama, <laughs> you should watch I'll Be Gone in the Dark. That that's very good. I'll, I'm gonna back duck up on that. I like that show quite a bit, even though it upsets me to the point where I can't sleep. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, I watched Scoob with my four year old. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that movie was really fun. I told you it was fun. Yeah, I was shocked that it was uh, less, like, I don't know what I was thinking. I I guess I thought, based on the trailer where you see Little Scoob and Little Shaggy, I thought it was going to be like this Scooby-Doo origin story. It's not really. No, um, it is not a pup named Scooby-Doo, the movie. It's not. And then I thought it was going to be like a, a standard like Scooby-Doo mystery, like in movie form. Wasn't that either. Instead, what it was was this big like adventure movie that was also included like all these different Hanna Barbera cartoons. Um, yep, Blue Falcon and Dynamut are there. Uh, yeah, Dick man. Dick Dastardly, Captain it, Caveman. Yes, it's really good. Like it was kind of this. Um, now again, I can so. I did see that people were kind of like poo pooing it online, and I think I get it because if you. Th- think you're getting a scooby-doo movie and then you get this fucking like hanna-barbera like reference fest maybe that's not your cup of tea but i fucking grew up watching like the wacky races and uh all those fucking like all those cartoons like that was a big part of my life not just scooby-doo but so i kind of dug it like and also it was just funny and like grayson really enjoyed it like he was cracking up so uh scoop uh scoop was a good one It was a good time. The only thing I didn't like was uh, the the uh, new actors playing the characters. Like, yeah. I'm so used to the same voices. Yes. It was weird having Zac Efron being the fucking voice of Fred. Yeah. And Fred's hardly in the movie, so they could have saved some money by not hiring Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, probably so. And uh, what's his nuts? Um, Will Forte. Will Forte. I didn't like his Shaggy. I didn't either. Um. But, you know, Amanda Seyfried was a good Daphne, though. For sure, I think I think you know when you get into the spending that kind of money on a, a cartoon, they're like, we gotta get the stars in there. The kids love Will Forte. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good, and my four-year-old enjoyed it, and uh, so that's all that matters. Also. It's not, I mean, it's not really recommends, because if you, I mean, I guess I would recommend it, but, like, if you've never seen it, like, I don't know where you've been living, but, um, we have been watching, uh, Looney Tunes on HBO Max with Grayson, 
and he is like he is obsessed with it like Bugs Bunny is like the, the hottest thing going in our house right now um, he will watch like the, the, the Coyote and Roadrunner and the Sylvester and Tweety episodes but like he will ask, is the bunny in this one? And I'll be like, no. And you can see visibly, he's like, well, and then he'll end up, he'll keep watching it, but he's like, you can tell he's not as interested, but every Bugs Bunny episode, I mean, dude, he laughs, he laughs like gut laughing at Looney Tunes. And he, I mean, he's, he's in love with it. And, uh, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but it's, it's been a lot of fun to like share it with him. And watch it with yeah, them, so. I tried to get my kids to watch Looney Tunes because I love Looney Tunes. Dude, it's I so love good. old Hanna Barbera and I love the old Looney Tunes, and like they'll they'll watch it and but they're not like really into it or anything. So that was kind of upsetting, but whatever. Dude, Grayson's Grayson's into like what it. you like. He he's loving it. Um, but yeah, that's just something that we've been watching together. I did watch a movie today though. Uh, that was recommended to me on this show and I finally got around to it and uh, today I watched uh, The Invitation mmm yeah um, and it was very good <laughs> I told you it was good yeah it was awesome um, it's, I think I need uh, a memory refresher because I feel like I've seen this movie but I, it's not ringing a bell it's on Netflix yes and uh, it's about this divorced couple that have like kind of, kind of moved on with their lives. The ex-wife invites him and his new girlfriend to like a dinner party with all their old friends. They're just gonna like catch up and shit. And but, there may or may not be some sort of hidden agenda. But something ain't right. Hmm, maybe I haven't seen this. Stars Logan Marshall Green, star of Upgrade. Um, Holy shit, that is him, isn't it? Yes. I really like him a lot. Uh, I'll be damned. Directed by Karen uh, Karasama. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Uh, but she's doing the Dracula reboot for uh, for Blumhouse. Blumhouse? Yes. Um, she can do a slow burn. Yeah, it was... The invitation. This movie, this movie is really good. It has that fucking guy whose name I don't know, but he's in everything. Um, but he played, uh, he played that one guy in Zodiac that they thought was the Zodiac killer. The character yeah. actor, that big bald headed dude. Yes, but he's also Francis McDormand's husband in Fargo. Uh, he was in the Drew Carey show. He was in the mm-hmm. Drew Carey show. He's so great. And I was telling Elise today. I was telling Elise today, I was like, you know what's great about him is he's looked like a 50-year-old man since he was 20. So, like, he seems timeless. <laughs> it's the good thing about that dude is he can play, like, the most friendly fucking happy-go-lucky dude, and you buy it. Yes. But then he can turn around and play the most intense, psycho-looking guy, and yeah. you're scared as fuck. Yeah. You know what it is? It's because, like, he's got this, like, big teddy bear thing, but he's also, like, he's huge. So if that guy yeah. was like really creepy and scary, you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Like he's a massive guy. Um, no, dude, that movie was really fun. I liked it a lot. It was really, uh, it was re- had like some fun like twistiness to it. Um, 
great ending uh cool flick man people have been telling me to watch the invitation for i think this movie's been out for like five years good performances in it too everybody's really good in it really good yeah i liked it a lot um yeah i dug that movie so yes the invitation i can now say that i also recommend it because it was really good good stuff yep that's all i got oh i'm reading uh caleb's reading uh, and welcome to Caleb's Book Corner, where he talks about a book he's read. Um, yeah, it's not like a creative jingle, but it gets the job done. Um, yeah, I'm reading. I finished up The Fireman by Joe Hill. Great book. Really good. Uh, stuck the landing. Cried during the last few pages. Just beautiful. It's good stuff. Um, but this week I am about halfway through, uh, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, mm-hmm. which I started to read when the last, uh, uh, film came out because I was like, I didn't really like that movie. And then I watched the original movie and I was like, I'm not really crazy about this either. Um, but people keep telling me that it's like one of the best Stephen King stories. So I was like, maybe I'll just go straight to the source. And, uh, so I've been reading Pet Cemetery, and it's very, very good. So. Oh, speaking of, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask if you would recommend to the fine folks at home the KingCast episode for Damian Eccles. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, of course. It is. It was excellent. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to listen yet. It was really great. Um, he talked about, um, they're talking about Dark Tower, specifically the very first book in the Dark Tower, which is The Gunslinger. Um but uh you know uh damien is just uh to me a fascinating individual um if you're not familiar with uh who he is then i don't know where you've been for fucking the last just google west memphis three yeah if you um, absolutely do not know that he did this because i mean he's got his art and his like writing stuff but he lays really low yeah, he does, and he, and they talk to him about. It. I mean, but he's just a massive like uh, Stephen King fan, it's specifically Dark Tower. Like he said, he read this book like before and during prison. He said he read this book in particular like thirty three times, and over the course of his life, because he's just it's just one of wow. his favorite books. Um, and it was, and he's just. I mean, I just find him super fascinating. I think mostly because he's so like, <laughs> I just. He's so optimistic and like um, positive, uh, given has whatever. every right not to be. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. I mean, there are days where like my job's been pretty tough lately, and I'm like, my life's the worst. Um, <laughs> but this guy, whose life was the worst, um, can can just kind of like go out there and uh, and just be who he is. And I don't know, I, I I find him endlessly fascinating, and and to listen to him talk about Stephen King and. Uh, and the and the Dark Tower specifically, which I which I'm I love the Dark Tower so very much, um, is really good. And also, there's like a great moment in the uh, in the episode where they ask him like if he ever like talks to any of the other like West Memphis Three, and he's like, no. He was like, do you really talk to anybody you went to high school with? And they're like, no. And he's like, that's kind of what it's like. Um, and he also said he doesn't do interviews about it anymore because he's like, there is nothing else to say. Like. Everybody knows what happened. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, I just got nothing to add to that. So he's really focusing on his life, you know, post that. And I th- and I find that very fascinating. 
Um, but yeah, it was really great. Also, the King Cast launched a Patreon, which is just, I mean, this is like, this is like my favorite podcast. And that's coming from somebody that like did a Stephen King centric podcast for a while. Uh, and, and maybe not well, (laughs) and these guys are doing it really well. Um, but, uh, you know, they got a lot of connections. They got a lot of like big people coming on the show, but the, but I'm, I'm all in on the Patreon too. Um, this was not the year I did not plan 2020 to be the year that I'm like, I'm just going to read a bunch of Stephen King books I've never read before, but that's what I'm doing. Um, and I think this cut, this, uh, podcast is, is partly to blame, but, uh, yeah, it's a great show. The Damien Eccles episode is very, very interesting if you're into that sort of thing. So yes, I would recommend that. Cool. And fortuitous, this week they're talking about Pet Cemetery. So by the time that episode comes out, I will... Who's going to be on that one? They they don't announce that until Mondays. So they tell you what episode's coming and then they don't... And then they announce who's going to be on, like, later. And I had already started reading Pet Cemetery before they announced they were going to do it. So it all just... It was kismet. Well, back to Pet Cemetery. Um, No, never. It sucks. (laughs) Um, <clears throat> I had started listening to the audiobook Ooh. of the original novel. A, a long, this is a while back. I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I, I'll get to it again sometime. But um, I love the first Pet Cemetery movie. It's one of my. It's one of my favorite movies. I love it. And uh, the book is way better so far because you enter, you're you're introduced to like Judd's wife and stuff, and she plays a key role. Yep. And she's not even in the fucking movie. Uh-uh. And just other things, you know, other details that they left out of the movie. Yeah, I'm just make it a, a better, well-rounded story. Yeah, I'm about halfway through the book, and it's very, very, very well written. Um, yeah, it's very good. Um, by the way, if you want to sign up for the King Cast uh, Patreon, one of their first bonus episodes was um, this uh, uh, this uh, lady. She's a like she used to. Re- view uh, movies for uh, birth movies death before uh, that website died um, but uh, now she's doing stuff on Patreon but she came on she used to run a Tumblr I think it was uh, of memes uh, called uh, Stephen King Boners and it was just all the quotes where Stephen King mentions boners in his books which by the way seems to be a lot uh, the guy talks about boners quite a bit so she one of the first patreon bonus episodes is steven is her like top five stephen king boner moments (laughs) and uh, i don't want to spoil any of them but they're very good Uh, i will say this um the stephen king book with the most mentions of boners is cujo uh no although there is (laughs) There's a scene, I don't know if you've read, we talked about the movie Cujo on this podcast, but if you've read um, the book Cujo, you know that when um, <clears throat> uh, when the main character breaks it off with the guy that she's been cheating on her husband with, to get revenge, he goes to her house and he breaks in, which he does in the movie, but in the book, he jerks off onto their sheets and comes all over them. <laughs> so that's like one of his revenge tactics. Uh, <laughs> but That'll show her. The Stephen King book with the most mentions of boners in it is Gerald's Game, which is surprising. 
That's not surprising. They went away for like a fucking sex weekend at a cabin. That's true. And he had boner pills. Yeah, but it's right? a very short book. So, you know. So it should have just been called Gerald's Boner. The reference, like, boners <laughs> per page is, is much higher than, say, the stand or it. Um, BPP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's all yeah, I got. <laughs> you know me. Oh yeah, those are all my recommends. Cool. All right, folks. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with TCR another week, talking kaiju, talking fifty foot translucent women. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, maybe there's a commentary there where men, where women are invisible in society. I don't know. Look into it. Um, or look through it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Do you? Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, we're closing it out. Gojira style. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched the original Gojira since I was a fucking... I mean, nah, it's, it was probably, so good. it's probably been it's probably been within the last ten years, I would say. But um I ain't never seen it. Well, you're in for a treat. Um and then we It's will, not the one with Matthew Broderick in it. <laughs> oh well then I'm not interested anymore. Man, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's it terrible. It's so bad. First I know movie, it's the, the popular thing to say that it is terrible, but it is literally terrible. The first movie I, I ever movie. saw in a theater by myself. Me too. <clears throat> Ugh. Ugh. Was there a lot of like matrixy kind of stuff? This was uh, like this is before Matrix. This is before the Matrix. Nineteen ninety eight BM. Were there like scene transitions where there was like green text? Like scrolling. The opening the opening the opening uh, title. The opening title is like redacted like uh, science files and stuff like that, and they may have been green and black, but yeah, it doesn't matter. That movie's not good. Oh, Never no. revisit it. Oh man, don't, we, don't we tried to revisit it as a joke and couldn't even finish it. So it's couldn't. It is unwatchable. But that's not what we're talking about, folks. Next week we're talking about Gojira. Mm, the classic. Yep. Gonna be. But if you want to get hold of us mm-hmm. before the Gojira episode. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the Carpenter Rants. We're on there. Like us, all that good shit. Follow us. Or at CarpenterRantsPod at gmail.com. That's how you can talk to us by the their internet keyboard. Mm-hmm. Or you can call us at 731-439-8821. That's our Google voicemail uh, thing. U.S. listeners only. International. Email us. We'll get right back to you. Sure will. We want to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. What y'all doing? What's your Tell favorite? How, you, about it? how would you reach 50 foot nipples? Ooh. You can't use the telescoping gas station thing because it's no, already that's, that's already ours. It. Yeah. Would okay. you use one of those wacky waving inflatable tube men that goes like now they can't now they can't now they gotta come up with something even better so that's two things you can't use folks or baseball bat I think a baseball bat was mentioned yeah I believe so alright so those those are off limits everything else open season those callous nips yeah 
<laughs> I thought you were saying that like, oh yeah. <laughs> now that was a grimace, not like a sexy smolder. It was a grimace, not a hamburger. Sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to TCR uh, Kai July. Um, we got some, we got some more stuff coming for the rest of the year because this year is terrible, and uh, we're here to mm-hmm. get you. We're here to get you through it. Um, just a couple hours at a time. So, uh, if we get through it mentally first, hey man, every <laughs> every day I'm surprised. Demon night, everybody. Uh, all right, hey, thanks in for the listening. archives. That's it. It is. Uh, check out the archives. Dude, we got shit ton of episodes in the archives. We're coming up on three years of this goddamn show. Uh, we're going towards the 150 episode here soon. I got to recount. And yeah. let me <laughs> let me tell you something. We don't miss that many episodes. Uh, we don't. We're pretty goddamn consistent. So there there are almost 150 episodes of this of this show. Tell a friend. Yeah. Spread the word. Uh, if anyway. you like. Yeah, we appreciate it, it. Yeah, unless you hate it, then just keep it to yourself. Don't then why are you it. listening if you yeah. don't like us? This <laughs> a, a hate listen. Um, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. To TCR Kai July next week. Go Jira. Uh, it's gonna be good. We've been the nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on ringing. <laughs> okay. All right, so I was telling Doug that something happened to me this week, but then I was like, oh, man, I should probably tell it on the podcast because I've told all these stories on the podcast. So um, I'm bringing back a segment we haven't had in quite a long time called this What New Low Has Caleb Reached This Week? <laughs> How There's, low is he? That's right. How There's low can you go? Um, pretty low, as it turns out. Now... Um, if you're familiar with the show, you've been a long time listener at all, you know, this means that I probably pooped in my pants. Well, I didn't. So jokes on you. Um, it's but, a way off. Yeah, shut up. I'm a grown man. Um, but if you go back, especially the early episodes, there was something wrong with me. I was pissing blood and shit in my pants all the time. And I was like, probably going to die. I don't know, but I'm much better now. <laughs> um, it was such a good, simple time. Do you remember, like, every week I'd come on and be like, I'm just pissing blood again, and you're like, go to the doctor. (laughs) Um, But all that's over. Um, But I have had some stomach issues. Now, to be fair, I I was on, like, a pretty strict diet for a long time, and and I'm not really on it anymore, but um, there are times where I get a little crazy, like, at least, uh, like, for my birthday, I had, like, I don't know, half a sheet cake. Um, and then Elise will make like some homemade cookies sometimes and I'll eat like anywhere from two to 24. Um, so in those moments I get kind of like bloated and then I'm like, I should probably get it back on my diet for like a month or two just to, just to level out. So that's what I'm doing right now. Inevitably when I do this, my stomach just reacts horribly um, and, uh, so I've had like just some like stomach cramps or whatever, uh, for like a week. So you put the catheter back in? Yep. So, um, now I woke up the other morning, I was lying in bed and, um, had some gas and I farted and it was really loud and terrible. And, uh, 
it just smelled Here it comes. like it just smelled like rotten <laughs> eggs. So that's when you know. And I haven't eaten eggs, so that's when you know that something's bad. And um, so, but you know, it wasn't nothing out of the ordinary happened. So then I like <laughs> got up and I got in the shower and I'm like washing my hair. And I'm like, I have another fart, so <laughs> I fart. You shit in the shower. <laughs> And mashed it into the drain with your toes. <laughs> and then I saw, I saw like I farted. It was really loud, but it didn't. Feel, it didn't feel like anything else happened. So I farted and turned around and looked, and it looked like I killed a man in the shower. But I Please saw you sprayed the walls. I, I saw down on the floor there was like what could have only have been like a little spray of. of diarrhea and I was like oh god no and I turned around and I had painted the wall of the shower <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even feel it like it just was like <laughs> and I turned around it was <laughs> it looked like Banksy had rolled through just fucking dead. dude Luckily, the shower head detaches, and I was able to take it off and like scrub. I had to get the fucking the the scrub that we clean the the tile with and stuff. And I'm so I'm just naked in the shower, scrubbing my own liquid feces paint off the shower wall. <laughs> I like that new Jackson Pollock fucking shower stall you have. insane because I was just like man my stomach hurts I got some gas and it was like Bruh! and it was pretty loud but you didn't even feel anything <laughs> some wet gas <laughs> I didn't even feel it and it was just when I saw it on the floor and I was like oh no and then I turned around <laughs> oh, no. and I was just like oh my god we've been vandalized <laughs> <laughs> Oh Someone God. came in here and shit in the shower while I was in it. <laughs> I didn't even catch him. The shitty boys have struck again. Oh, God. Shit bandits. <laughs> and in the ultimate Stephen King Shyamalan twist, <laughs> the shit bandit was me. The shit was there all along. Ooh, man, anyway, I just was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It didn't happen again, and then I was like, I had gas the rest of the day, and I was like, uh-uh, I didn't trust a fart for the rest of the day. So you wore a pull-up all day? <laughs> Grayson's outgrown him, and he's like, here you go, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it was like, it was just so high up on the wall. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't just in the floor. Like, it was like up. Like, it just shot. Like, I don't know how. Oh, God. Uh, this is just. Quite the technique you have. <laughs> Fucking Tom Sawyer did that thing up and down. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you guys and our listeners who are good enough to tune in every week. <laughs> Check out the archives for more shit tales. Caleb, there's something wrong. Oh, God. 
my face hurts from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could all enjoy. <laughs> Tune in next week. Maybe there's more this week in shit with Caleb. <laughs> it's been a long time. I should bring that segment back. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. Been a while since I shit in my pants for fun. <laughs> so you didn't shit in the bed, but in the shower. In the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's if there's somewhere shit don't go, trust me, I'm gonna put it there. <laughs> Where does the shit go? We want to know. <laughs> what a damn good movie! It uh, is a good movie. I think it's underrated. I've only seen it once. I don't remember much from it except for that chant. <laughs> All right, folks, keep on shitting. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.